0: Welcome to the end of the world as we know it. Each week we invite a special guest onto the podcast to discuss two pet peeves they'd like to see banished from our world.
1: This is part two with Romel London. Ramel, what is your second pick? It
2: is also a public thing, um, but it's actually, it's, it's hard to explain. But my mum used to call it coopsing your feet. So it's, <laughs> And the reason it's called coopsing your feet is when you walk down the street, and you drag your feet on the ground. So, this often happens with people that wear sliders or they might have like mashed down the back of their shoe. For some reason, the back of their foot seems to be heavier than the front of their foot. So, it drags and it makes a cups, 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 cups sound. That's why my mum called it cupsing. She said, I can't stand it when people cups their feet on the ground, AKA drag their feet when they walk. And is that on on all surfaces? Yeah, it's all surfaces, yeah. I find it very unsettling to hear the sound of a foot dragging.
0: Because for me, like, I have a thing about it on carpets. Because it reminds me of the sensation, and I don't like the sensation of dragging on carpet. Like, the friction, and it makes you, like, sweaty. I find it revolting. So I'm with you when it comes to carpets. But I'll, I'll do my best to put that aside and argue why people should be able to drag their feet on the streets. But yes, I will say, like, I've never lived in London, but I've been there quite a few times. Sometimes you've been walking all damn day, standing all damn day on the tube. And you're like, it's that last five minute walk on your way home. You were thinking, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try my best. You might have to do a little dragging.
1: Yeah, once again, it's like, Ramel, you're you're meeting people that are like really just at the end of their wits, and you're not giving them a blight, you've, you've met people that have had really hard days, that are feeling really anxious, and the only comfort they can have is to is to bite their nails, and they, they've they had arguments with their, with their girlfriends, they might have just been kicked out of their parents' house, they've just been wandering around, aimlessly lost, and then they're like, no, do you know what, I'm going to pluck up the courage, because I've been thinking about it while I've been biting my nails, and I'm going to walk to my girlfriend's house, and I'm going to apologise to her, but... They're all at the moment, the girlfriend lives in Morden, and when when he comes to this realization, he's in Brixton, and the, and the the Northern Line has stopped running. It's got signal failure, <laughs> so he has to walk. And by the time he's got near Morden, for some reason you're also in Morden. You've you've seen this guy, and he's biting his nails and he's dragging his feet. And you're like, I hate I hate this boy.
2: I am not giving him any of my time. Can I just add, also. The, the term dragging your feet is a, a very well used term and phrase in terms of people just not pulling their weight and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's in society, it's actually quite well known that dragging your feet has very negative connotations. Like you're
1: just not really... What if the person is a roller skater or an ice skater... And they are prepared. They've got they've got a big tournament coming up, and they they can't get to the ice rink at the moment. And they left their rollerblades on the bus, and then so they have to just envision it in their head. So they're just sliding one way, sliding the other, because they want to be they want to be and Dean They want to be the best ice skater that they can be. What they're not they're not allowed to practice.
2: I would hope they would uh, use. Uh, an appropriate space to practice, such as uh, a dance studio or, or a gymnasium. I would hope they would have the decency to not occupy my space in particular and drag their feet in my presence. So I hear you, but I feel, once again, there are appropriate places where this can be done. Same with, same with, you know, dealing with anxiety there are there is help you can seek help for these things there are there are other means and other ways
0: all right i'd also make the argument for a person you know i've never had surgery but maybe you've just had a really significant abdominal surgery your abs aren't quite what they used to be and it takes a lot of abdominal strength you know to lift a leg place it back down lift a leg place it back down so there could be people out there for medical reasons are having difficulty lifting said feet.
1: I know you used to be an athlete and you like and you like the running and you're in good shape, but not everyone is, all right? So once again, you're slanderous against people that do not partake in, in daily exercise and as a result have to drag their feet.
2: I actually have a counter argument. I would suggest, I would highly recommend if you are in any form of physical pain, bed rest is very important and support is there if needed with loved ones you can ask for a hand or perhaps hire a wheelchair take that time to look after yourself so i am in every way supportive of anyone that is struggling physically you need to take care of yourself please do rest don't drag your feet it's not worth it get back
1: to bed Okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be slightly supportive with you on this one. Do you know what I did that, like a bugbear that I have that I've seen a few times? People whose shoes are slightly too big for them, and then so when they lift their heel, the heel drops, and you hear the, <laughs> and every time they walk, you can you can kind of hear it peel off their foot. So you hear the, <laughs> and then a, I will put them in. Uh, with alongside the people that drag their feet, and we we get you know what we can get rid of those people and people whose shoes are lean.
0: They can't help it if they have an uneven walk pattern.
2: Yeah, I think the shoe lean thing that that can be um, attributed to flat foot, having a flat foot. I do know a few people that have flat feet and they do do lean to one side because they haven't quite got the balance right. So again, they can't they
1: can't they can't be judged. So what happens if flat? If flat-footed people are the ones dragging their feet, what happens if we we did like a national poll of people that drag their feet and it turns out 98% of them are flat-footed? You're a flat-footist.
2: Once again, I will highly recommend getting the attention you need. Orthopedic um, doctors, you can go to them. I'm sure they can uh, sort you out with the right shoes, the right inner soles and all that kind of stuff. So there is help out there. My defense is there is help. For everything that we've discussed to stop you from doing these things
1: all right what about the people that drag their like drag their feet because of a slight disability is flat is is i, w- I will argue that maybe flat footedness also a disability
0: it prevents people from going into the military all the time people are like my feet are flat i can't fight so the military classifies it as a disability but okay,
2: flat footed people, okay, I, I do believe you do have a an ailment that can, you know, that you can use as your defence. Oh, uh, now I
1: think you're now now you're downplaying flat footed people. Now it's just an ailment.
2: I don't think it's classified as a disability, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> if it is if it is, I apologize, I apologize. But I do feel like it's some, I don't know, I don't know what it is. But they they can get the blight, but people that purposely drag their feet, they need to be punished.
1: Even the people they they work a retail job, they had to do it. They had to do a double shift. They've been on their they've been on their feet at the gap for thirteen hours. They're not allowed to drag their feet on the way home.
2: I would advise them to get better shoes to work in because that shouldn't be the case.
1: I do believe that I have said to people in my life. Kick your feet up
0: you've said it to me
1: oh you're a foot dragger
0: on occasion if this my life circumstances have led me to be i would not say my habitual foot dragger but on occasion
1: what what life circumstance because there are times that i've like walked up the stairs and my first step is that of more of a drag than a than a step and and i get it all the time from you jamie jamie you don't even it, it's just very like you're calling the dog, Jamie. Um, and then so I don't know why I'm not allowed to do like just like a slight drag when I get to the top of the stairs. But you're saying that you're allowed to drag your feet out in, in the world because circumstances has led you there. What are these circumstances that are leading you to drag your feet?
0: Well I think you covered all of them pretty much earlier so I don't know why all of a sudden you're acting as if you don't understand these circumstances
1: oh, you've been linking boys who live far away from the bus stop
0: yes <laughs> yes all throughout our marriage
1: <laughs> this is a revelation
2: this is a real insight into the relationship <laughs> I'm glad you could you guys can have open conversations though this is beautiful
1: all right fuck them they're, they're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna banish them. From the world. Uh, I I will say this as well, people, boys and girls. You can go into Clark's or other retail shoe things. And do they still have the thing that you put your foot on? And they... Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Like the silver metal thing where it measures your shoe size? It what? Measures?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the thing that you stand on. And then there's the silver bar. And they pull it down to your big toe to tell you exactly how big your foot is. That is a free service that was available... Definitely in the 1990s. I'm not too sure about about now. When I used to go to Clark's to buy my wallabies.
2: <laughs> you used to wear wallabies? <laughs> yes,
1: I used to wear wallabies in secondary school.
2: That was definitely a secondary school thing. Yeah, that was the trend. I never owned them. My mum refused to buy them. But um, <laughs> we were regular um, shoppers at Ravel's. My mum was very keen on getting the finest leather. <laughs> I don't know why, because they were getting scuffed up at school, but hey, is what it is.
1: Those shops exist anymore?
2: I think they're mainly, I mean, Clark's is still there, but I think those foot things are usually for children because they're the ones that are regularly getting their their feet checked because they're still growing. So I guess when you get to the point where your foot stops growing, it's not really available.
1: I'm saying Jackie's foot has stopped growing a while ago. She does not know her shoe size because we I, I've bought her many different shoes of many different sizes because every time I'm told that, it, that she, she wears a different size and I've bought shoes that she's had to take back because they're too big, that she's taken back because they're too small, that she's given away. And these aren't bad shoes. like it's, We have been out and she's like, I like these and I've gone out and like purchased them and it turns out they're the wrong size because she doesn't know what size her foot is. And I don't think she's alone. There are other stupid people in the world as well.
2: No, I do feel like feet change sometimes. I don't know what it is, and and also I think certain com- shoe companies, I don't know what it is they're doing. Maybe it's the the manufacturers, but I have found that some shoes fit me better than others. So sometimes I'm 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 usually supposed to be a seven. Sometimes I'm a six and a half UK sizes. I've got quite big feet, but sometimes, and also. In high heels, sometimes my foot is a little bit smaller because of the arch.
1: Probably don't make high heels in a size 7.
2: Uh, Excuse me, my foot is an average size for a woman.
1: I mean, for a, for a woman with big feet, yeah.
2: I actually know women with size
0: 9 and 10 feet, so I'm quite down there in the average zone. Again, I don't know why he's making this about women with big feet. I don't know why you're bringing gender into this. There's plenty of men with big feet. Are you saying they don't make shoes for men with big feet because they do
1: i don't know i'm i'm an averaged foot sized man
0: oh it's unfortunate to be so average (laughs) it is i would incur i would hope that you were extraordinary i would hope that i'd married an extraordinary man with something about him that was wow that's out of the ordinary that's not average but you are so happy over here to be average
1: wait and the thing that you want to be extraordinary on me is the size shoe that i wear
0: not that specifically but i would hope that you wouldn't be proud to be average in any way.
1: I don't know why this is turned about me. This is about people and their feet.
0: Anyway, yes, I will agree with you that the manufacturers, it's not standardized. And also I will add that I don't like shopping or buying clothes or shoes in general. So anytime he's purchased me these shoes, it's not because I've been like, oh, Jamie, please, can I have these? He said, all your shoes are old and dirty. Let me buy you something. And I'm like, no, I don't really need anything. And he's like, no, you need something. And I'm like, "Okay, I guess these are fine. And then he gets mad when they don't fit because I bought them under duress.
1: Oh, look at that. A husband wanting to treat his wife. Oh the horror what a horrible bad life that you live jackie oh i just wish that you could wear your birking stocks that you found at college seven years ago every day for the rest of your life but no me i just want to i just want to shower you with gifts oh you've got it so hard
0: i mean i'm not going to get into the bigger picture but we have a problem with consumerism in westernized countries where we buy new things we don't need new things and that's why the landfills are full and the great plastic ocean patch in the pacific ocean I rest my case. But all right. Well, we'll circle back. I think the big takeaway is just be mindful of what you do in public because there are people around. You don't know what they're sensitive to. You don't know if their immune systems are compromised. And if you flick your nail dirt on them, they will get ill. So don't be biting your nails. Don't be dragging your feet. Just just try to be try to be average in public.
1: Try to be average in public. Yeah. No one wants to show off. No. Um, alright, cool. That is, that is a nice a nice conclusion. It was like do you remember Jerry Springer when he used to do Jerry's final thoughts?
2: Jackie's final thoughts. I love that. Um
1: for for those people that are listening that don't know uh a lot about you or anything about you or they know everything about you and want to know more, um, what do you do? What have you got coming up? all of that good
2: yeah so I am a TV and radio presenter currently on capital extra every Saturday 1 till 4 p.m. that's UK time and also um, I'm currently hosting a podcast it's called the mainstream it's all about helping other creatives get into the industry by listening to other creative stories so I've had people like mo Gilligan on the show um, I've had who else I've had had Uh, presenter Aaron roach Bridgman, um presenter Vic Hope um loads of amazing people actors comedians all that kind of stuff to kind of help people progress with just great top tips and um yeah this has been fun guys thank you for having me I love stuff like this like just challenging me I actually used to do debates at college so this was a great nice moment to throw back to getting into great conversation and debate so thank you